0: and gentlemen,
1: boys and girls. Welcome to Fright Central, where we talk all things horror. I'm Kevin Dock, and I'm back again with Keck. How you doing, buddy?
0: Hey, man. What's going on, buddy? How's everything?
1: Good. Uh, I just wanted to do our uh, recommendations for uh, Halloween uh, since it's coming up. Uh, It is. I've got picks from each different um, streaming service. So Mm -hmm. I've got one of each that I thought would would be a good pick for uh, this Halloween. Uh, What did you decide to do for your uh, picks?
0: Well, the scariest thing I saw recently was the uh, Trump-Biden debate, so, like, you could definitely watch that as a Halloween movie, and, like, you could be, like, horrifically scared by it, but... um, um, In terms of my movies that I chose, I tried to like kind of pick movies that were somewhat centered around Halloween, where like Halloween was like in the plot, at least several of them are, but a couple are just some of my favorite movies uh, to watch around the season. So um, the first one I have is In the Mouth of Madness. And I thought about that because, you know, we had been talking about Lovecraft and the series based on uh, him. And I thought, like, that movie, like, I had mentioned it, I think, once before, maybe last week on the podcast, but like it has like Love Crafty inspired creatures in it. And like, you know, it, it, it just it just seems like it would be like something he wrote. And uh I, I, I think it's awesome. It stars uh Sam Neill and they go to like this town in New Hampshire that like doesn't exist but they get like like I don't know, they get like portaled in to like this like weird reality that's like based off of stuff that like I don't know if it was actually written by Lovecraft, but it was definitely, like, inspired by his works. They, like, get in, like, this make-believe town that isn't on any map, I think, in Bumblefuck, New Hampshire, and they get, like, sucked into this world where, like, People are getting chopped up with axes and like really oozy monsters are coming out of the woodworks. And I just think it's a fucking great movie. And I always usually watch it around the Halloween season. So that would be my first recommendation in the mouth of motherfucking madness.
1: Yeah, I I definitely recommend that movie as well. It's a really, uh, really good pick. Uh, It's definitely going to be my Lovecraft pick when we uh, talk about Lovecraft next time uh the first pick that i have um i went to shutter first and uh i picked mandy with uh nicholas cage it was on my list for last year i highly recommend this if you haven't seen it yet
0: yeah i mean we had done the cast where i don't know if the cast was just about mandy or if we definitely talked we definitely discussed it it in length and yeah i mean mandy was great i mean uh Nicolas Cage was good in it. I would have liked to have seen them go with, like, you know, maybe, like, uh, not so, like, you know, household name actor, like, and let him shine in it. Um, It was, it, it was very ambitious uh, work of fucking directing, too. Like, I mean, it was ambitious, kind of went out on a limb, and i think it worked i i like that movie very much
1: yeah it's um, fantastic if you haven't seen it or you don't know what it's about it's about uh nicholas cage and his wife uh kind of living uh, in a really secluded area i think nicholas cage was a, a lumberjack as well
0: he is he is a lumberjack
1: yeah yeah that's what i'm saying man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh these like cult uh fellowship from a nearby spot uh his wife one day and then they uh, you know break into the house later on and kidnap him kidnap her and then he goes on a revenge hunt looking for her and you know it's very like artistically done too like yeah it's not, it's not like a texas chainsaw massacre or i mean it kind of is in, in some aspects but i mean it's not your your run of a gun like revenge flick it's, Yeah a little more uh artistic than that it's really beautiful to, to look
0: at. yeah it's it, it's sort of remin it's reminiscent of work i've seen in the past like especially like during like the 1980s with those like weird quasi surreal like suspense horror thrillers that like start coming out but you know this has you know nick cage big time name and um it's reminiscent of that, but, like, you know, it's sort of, like, you could tell that it's from, you know, uh, it's from the 21st century, like, you could tell it's, like, you know, using current techniques, and I just thought it was, like, really, I don't know what other word to use, except bold and ambitious, because, like, he took a chance, like, going with this particular artistic style that you're talking about, like, you know, a lot of use of, like, color and like weird sounds yeah. and like sort of like that sort of like when you feel like you've been like sucked into like some like crazy like dri- like three-dimensional like yeah, yeah. playing for like you know what I mean With a lot of like flashes like sort of like what they do in um Stranger Things, like how the opening of Stranger Things, how like it all comes together with the music, like, you know, it forms Stranger, like they do that when they do Children of the New Dawn, I think is like what the cult's called, you know what I mean? Yeah. it's like yeah i mean it's really cool it's extremely hard to describe yeah so good. like it's sort of like a movie like i i can't really describe except i say it's ambitious and bold you're yeah. like what the fuck does that mean it's the like, only way to understand this you have to watch it
1: yeah it's definitely like a mix of all like the different 80s genres of, of like uh you know like the italian um, yeah style and uh, yeah, especially like argento it's very it's yeah very, yeah very, very Argento-ish it's like if it's like if Dario Argento made a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie yeah that's kind of what Mandy is (laughs) in a way
0: yes similar to that
1: yeah Uh, yeah definitely similar similar to that uh what do you got next on your uh your pick
0: um the next movie I have I, I mean I don't want to like all right it's Scream (laughs) and and these are in no particular order i thought scream like because these are all movies that were based around halloween or at least like had halloween like as like something in the plot and the first scream i want to make it clear i'm only talking about the first scream movie i thought it was pretty well made minus david arquette like if you take david arquette out of it you have a very solid horror movie um I think that the opening five minutes with Drew Barrymore was really gold. I, I thought it was really well done. Um, I think because they made so many more of them and then they made spoof movies about them, I think that the first screen movie kind of gets bad rap. I think, you know, because they, they, how many, I think there were like five of them. and they were really all shit after the first one and then they made like and then they made the Scary Movie franchise, which yeah. was like, you know, these terrible, yeah. I think the Wayans did a lot of them, and there were like these terrible fucking spoofs yeah. on the Scream so, so like, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a bad, but I mean, fucking, I thought the first Scream movie was actually very well done. It was a cool story. Um, it was scary. Uh, it had Rose McGowan in it before whatever the fuck. Happened to her, happened, and you know, I liked it a lot.
1: Yeah, it's definitely uh, he Wes Craven definitely saved the uh, slasher and the genre, yeah yeah
0: no it was great it it, it was great it was great I wish Drew Barrymore like had been in it a little bit more but like that first that first scene with her in it like it was a good like you know kind of cat and mouse game pursuing terror like I I liked it I I think it's definitely worth being mentioned
1: yeah and to kill somebody off like her like in the in the the beginning really sets the tone for like yeah like like, anything can happen to anyone
0: exactly Exactly. And it had like that that hardcore like mystery sort of like clue type thing, like who who killed who with what and where. Like I, I thought it was really cool.
1: Yeah, uh, my next pick uh, I got from uh, Netflix. I, I'm sure I recommended this one before, but uh, I thought it, it was a good one to watch around this time. It's a little more uh, supernatural, but uh, autopsy of Jane Doe. Uh, it's by the guys who did Troll Hunter, which I would also recommend. Uh, I believe that one's on Netflix too. But it's uh Brian Cox and um boy I forget the the kid's name
0: uh, Brian Cox he's so hot right now Brian yeah, Cox
1: yeah him and his son uh are in like the family business and they're both coroners and uh, this Jane Doe comes in and uh, they're kind of you know during the autopsy weird things start to happen. And uh, they, they're unraveling this mystery of who this person is and, and, this, and their dark past and what's what's happening and everything. It's really, it really has a great ending too. I, I'd highly recommend this movie. Yeah,
0: it's uh, been a long yeah, time it's... since I've seen it.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I, you know, I don't want to spoil too much, so that's that's about all I'll uh, say about that. But it's it's definitely a highly
0: recommend it. Yes. Um, the next one I have, again, is sort of, like, well, Halloween is not, like, the whole plot of the movie, but, like, it does take place over, like, the Halloween, I, I don't know if you call Halloween a holiday, because it's not actually, like, an official, like, day off day in the United States, at least, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I know in, like, Transylvania, like, the entire country, like, comes to a standstill, like, all of Romania, but, um, um, uh, so I, I always call it the Halloween holiday, but, um, my next one is Donnie Darko. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought that uh, Donnie Darko is a very good mix of drama, sci-fi and horror all together, because I gotta tell you that fucking goddamn bunny rabbit really like haunted my dreams for a while. And on top of that, it had very solid acting by Jake Hall. I I think Jenna Malone was in it. Yep. I think she played like his sort of like girlfriend or companion, um, and it also had his sister in it, Maggie. Maggie, John, yeah. Um, she had a great line in it when she says, "I vote it for the caucus." And you know, if you're too young to remember who the caucus was, then good for you. <laughs> so, but uh, I thought that I, I thought it was a great, really well put together movie. There's time travel involved and um, a lot of interesting concepts. I just thought it was really, really well done. The music was very good. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was really well put together. So um, I would definitely check out Donnie Darko if you haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, it's a good pick. Uh, it's been one I haven't watched in a long time, and uh, it's definitely worth a revisit.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: so, yeah, the next on my list, uh just came out on HBO Max, uh, is Stephen King's It, you know, Andy Muschianetti. Uh, I, I mean, we've talked about this, the first one at length. They're both on there now, but uh, I would recommend at least watching the first one. Sure
0: but, he's the Italian director that, like, killed that Japanese director and, like, stole the script and made the movie, right? What? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's that's who he is. He killed off the guy who had, like, originally written the script for it. And oh, you mean
1: Carrie Fukunawa?
0: Yeah, he is a Japanese man, and he <laughs> murdered him, stole his idea. <laughs> and then the horror really comes in when he's like, oh shit, like I need to make a second one and I don't have any script to steal. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we all saw what happened with that. But definitely good pick.
1: I'm definitely talking about just the first one. I mean, yeah. I, I, you can go back and list our cast. I, I like the second one, but the first one is, is phenomenal. Yeah, far superior. Yeah, there's there's no uh, denying that. So and yeah. that's
0: just it, It's one of the best horror movies I've seen in probably the last five years, I would yeah. say it's probably been my favorite horror movie that i've seen in the last 5 years oh, so
1: what do you got next
0: um next i well it's sort of like the entire franchise you had mentioned there's a remake but this again takes place on halloween halloween is central to the plot it's the night of the demons franchise night of the demons the first one in particular i mean it's kind of like um If you've seen, like, the Prom Night uh, franchise, if you're familiar with any of them, um, it's just classic 80s horror. A bunch of, like, teenagers. I don't think they do that. They actually, like, they all dress up because it's Halloween. They go to a Halloween party. At a funeral. And then they end up, like, breaking into it. That, they end up like breaking into like this house that's like a haunted house
1: i thought night of the like Dem-
0: you know it's known to have like er-
1: yeah uh, oh i thought night of the demons was the uh movie where they have the halloween party at a funeral parlor what movie am i thinking of then
0: um i don't think they do um what what happens is is that they 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 go to a halloween party they're all dressed up like in the beginning it's all them getting their costumes together and going out and getting beer and shit like that and they break into like this like mysterious old house that has like um some kind of like history behind it it could be an old funeral parlor and i just forget
1: yeah it was
0: like like, they break into this house yeah. I, th- well, it. W- I know it was like a closed, like yeah, spooky yeah. old mansion. Yeah. So I think it, what it was is it was like a residence. And I think the residence had like a, a funeral service business there. Oh, yeah. wow. So there was like a normal manor house. And then there was like, I think in the back was that, and that's the theme. Yeah. Because I think in the second one, there's like two people having sex in one of the empty coffins and uh angela who's like this demonic spirit that like is able to like possess one of the uh one of the group and then goes on and like starts making more demons like she's like able to like get in people's heads and like turn them demonic and shit like that and uh they're having sex and one of her like demonic entities picks up the uh, head of, or the top of the coffin and start smashing the girl who is on top of the guy straddling him start smashing her into the coffin with the guy like breaking all of her bones and he like tries to get out and his hand gets fucked and the arm gets like smashed in the coffin and like he basically just stuffs her like into him like it, it was a it was a cool scene well i mean it didn't look great because it was a Fairly low budget movies. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. Uh, I mean, it definitely played well. And the first one had um, Liara Quigley, I think is how you say her last name. She played um, Trash in uh, Re- Return of the Living Dead. Oh, yes. The one that dances in the yeah. uh, cemetery with that, like, uh, that, that really in cool here. scene.
1: Trash is getting naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. The, and she's talking about, like, how her, like, favorite way to die would be, but yeah, she's kind of an icon, she has, like, several scenes in that movie that are, like, sort of infamous scenes, if, like, you're a fan of the genre, and you know the movie, like, she has some, like, really, really, really great scenes, I have a couple gifts uh, of her in the movie, and her outfit that that she's wearing that I'll sometimes send the people in texts on Halloween um, yeah I'll, I'll send you one this year it's cool but yeah I, I love the whole franchise it did there was a remake and I think the girl from American pie isn't it the one that the guy like uh, Jason Biggs like masturbates to the one that they're all obsessed with in the American pie movie oh. Eliz- Elizabeth is it Elizabeth Berkeley or something like that I don't know well whatever she she's in it it was a really 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 terrible terrible remake that was just bad in every possible I think Ed Furlong actually might have been in it as well in the remake but I had sort of forgot it existed until you had mentioned it to me when we were talking before starting the cast but anyway Night of Demons franchise check it out.
1: Okay, uh, my next one I picked from uh, Amazon Prime, Uh, I didn't go through their entire list, but one that just kind of popped out was uh, House of Thousand Corpses was always a good one to watch around. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 was my favorite. That was my favorite out of all like uh, Rob Zombie's work. I thought House of Thousand Corpses, the first one he made, was um was great. D- now didn't that take place during Halloween? Wasn't Halloween like central to the plot of that movie? Oh
1: uh, no, but they were on a because because it's about a group of guys, uh, kids on a road trip, just basically yeah. Uh, but, oh yes, they do go because the father uh, was expecting her home that night of Halloween. So yeah. And then, and then most of it is like the following day, I think. So yeah, I think it is Halloween night. Yeah. You're right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because they're like going on like, sort of like, uh, they're kind of going on like a haunted hayride, except they're like driving around and they're trying to like find out, uh, information about that, like insane doctor. Right.
1: No, well their initial, plan was to go across country and like stop at little outback you know yeah like oddity places and stuff like that and then during during their tour of that one outback place they found
0: out about this crazy doctor right
1: about satan and then like then they go
0: dr satan that's i was thinking dr evil but they were supposed to
1: go to the one girl's father's house i believe and like he's the one that comes looking for them uh later on but uh yeah uh i didn't really, i completely forgot that it took place during halloween but but i yeah was... I, I
0: i i had thought i i had thought that like halloween was like part of the plot yeah but uh i wasn't like a hundred percent certain because it's uh it's been uh it's been a really long time
1: um, almost uh once at least uh, once every other year if not once a year i i, I think around. the second
0: yeah yeah uh, yeah, that 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 was that was a good one. That's definitely that one, one that had, I would recommend checking out as well.
1: It's on a couple other uh, streaming services too, but I just happened to come across it on Prime. I I own like the DVD and shit, so yeah. So I'm well.
0: My next one is a a film that kind of scarred me at a very young age. Like, my aunt and uncle just thought it would be okay to let me watch this when I was four years old. And, like, I I remember four years old, like, very vividly, like, because of this movie. And it was 1982, featuring Craig T. Nielsen, Poltergeist. And... Halloween was part of that, like, I know that there was, like, mention of Halloween in the movie, but it doesn't, like, actually center around the Halloween holiday, but, I mean, I think everybody pretty knows what poltergeist entails, it's like this family, they move into a new house, the new house, like, apparently just was built on top, Of an old like Indian burial ground, like which is always a really bad idea. Unless you're looking for poltergeist activity, then it's a great idea. But Craig T. Nielsen has like this great line where he's screaming at the guy and he's like, you only removed the headstones. You left the graves in there. And like, you know, and uh yeah the family pretty much goes through hell. Um Hmm. you know the poltergeist activity is just out of control. I think the little girl gets like abducted into like this closet of like unpleasant going (laughs) and like it was it was a great movie but like I watched it when I was four and there's like that infamous scene where like the uh child's like clown doll attacks yeah and like i had one that was just like that and my, my parents had to fucking take it out There's something where like these bugs start eating the meat i remember at one part and like i went vegetarian for a little while like this was when i was like four i would not eat any meat and i had to have anything like that was clown like removed from my fucking room my parents were absolutely livid at my aunt and uncle for letting a four-year-old watch this movie because it with me I did not sleep well for like the rest of my life so I highly (laughs) recommend if you haven't seen it it would probably be cheesy to you now because you know it's kind of antiquated but like I just imagine seeing it when you're like four years old like you know in like the height of like 80s horror
1: like, oh, i think that movie still holds up i think the effects are still uh, pretty good in that I think you think so up. it's it been up. a long time since i've watched no, it i watched it not that long ago because i watched that and the and the remake as well and like yeah we'll stick to the original it's, it's, I,
0: I think like i one of my favorite parts is a little later on in the movie where they have like the two paranormal investigators come in and there's the one guy that the black guy's talking about how he set up a camera And over like a period of time, he saw an object move and he's like, you couldn't see it with the naked eye, but I had it on my camera and like the object ended up moving like six inches or something like that or an entire foot and he's like you know like that with some like scary paranormal shit right there and like Craig T. Nielsen kind of gives him a face like okay and then he like opens up the fucking room and every like he opens up the door of the room and everything's flying around <laughs> like you know what I mean it's basically like ghosts going to war in the room they're just throwing shit everywhere and the dudes are like holy shit like I thought that was it was a good um it was a good combination of like humor and like you know just like uh you know this like shocking scary moment with poltergeist going fucking nuts yeah. really 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 co- cool movie I, yeah. I it's been a while like so i don't know if it holds up really well but like i would recommend checking it out either way
1: yeah i love how like cool the parents start in, in that in that movie and like they're they're like oh check it out like the check out what what it does to the chair check out what it does to the, the, look the kids are playing yeah. in, in it like it, they just think it's like this cool thing until like everything goes sideways and then it's just about like protecting their family and shit like yeah that. And, then- and
0: and that has that and they had like that great tagline too because caroline says they're here and that has been used so much like you know i mean like people use that tagline like all the time you know what i mean like oh there's been a lot of like uh shout outs in other horror movies to their they're here like you know i mean it's just like you when you ever you say that like you think poltergeists
1: yeah it's a great great movie when she like when she's like this house is clear like, I think that's the end of the movie right there. I'm like, oh, cool. They, they yeah. saw the thing, and you're like, wait, there's still, like, another half hour left in this movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, is not <laughs> it definitely gave you that false sense of security, but then, yeah, and she ends up, like, in the pool. But, uh, yeah. I I th-
0: doesn't the house, like, implode yeah. at the end? I think it, like, implodes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I believe
0: yeah. so. I, I, I love me a good implosion
1: yeah all right uh so then the next one i got on my list actually came out earlier this year and it's on uh, hulu now uh it's the lodge by the uh directors of goodnight mommy yeah um yeah i thought that was uh, really good uh it starts out with this um stepmom going on this retreat with uh her soon-to-be husband or already husband's uh kids while he's on uh some work uh, retreat and is going to meet them there later for the for the holiday i think it's supposed to be more of a uh, thanksgiving or christmas movie but uh i thought it would definitely had some great creepy uh tones to it and things kind of go uh, a little sideways for some people and uh, i definitely had a good uh like isolation and madness type uh there was like stalking hmm. terror in it wasn't there stalking terror yeah like somebody was stalking. Uh, uh, I don't. I, without spoiling it, I want to. I couldn't say. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's definitely one I'd. I'd recommend uh, checking out. So, and that's on uh, Hulu now. So that's. Uh, I think Parasite's on Hulu as well, and that's a really good movie too if you haven't seen. Yeah. It.
0: The other. Um, The other film I usually watch, like, I I, I really, I watch it, like, once a year. It doesn't really necessarily have to be on Halloween. Like, I just, it's one of, it's a classic horror movie, and um, it had some great, like, name brand actors at the time, big name actors, uh, which is the original Amityville Horror. Um, Part of the story does take place on Halloween, so but, like, that's really cool, but, like, I just love that house so much, and, you know, how they have, like, the red room in that house, and the red room later, like, transfers into, like, all kinds of, like, um, horror mythological stuff, I mean, we talked about Haunting of Hill House a little bit on the last cast, and, you know, they have the red room in that, and I think, Amityville was the first time I ever like heard about the classic Red Room. I don't know if there was a Red Room before Amityville, but but, um, Amityville is when I first heard about the Red Room. And then I've seen things in other horror movies where they all talk about this Red Room. And like in Amityville, the Red Room was like this room that wasn't in the blueprints to the house and it was like in the basement and apparently like inside the red room which they like end up like having to fucking take like a sledgehammer to find is like the gateway to hell and it's sort of a central not in all the amityville movies is there like the red Red Room, but if you remember like Haunting of Hill House, he does the same thing, like they're like sledgehammering in the basement, there is no Red Room in the basement of the Hill House, of course it's like an imaginary thing like within the house, but fucking, you know, they did several throwouts, and the classic like iconic gang locked in the closet scene, where the girl screaming let me out, which Flanagan also puts in uh, a little shout out to Amyville and Haunting of Bly Manor, like The red room and the fucking closet lock scene and the constantly maintaining the fire chopping wood fucking like I don't know they really don't show I don't think they show any actual ghosts in Amityville, which like is the house itself and, like, you know, like, I don't think they show, like, ghosts, like, stalking the residents or anything, but, like, you know, there's obvious, like, poltergeist activity and, like, shit like that, and, like, you know, they bring in the priest, the priest gets fucking spooked out, I think the priest ends up going blind, like, the house is, like, you know, it's just, I could do a fucking cast just talking about it, I just wanted to ran off some of the good parts, but it's one of my favorite horror movies of all time, and I definitely recommend if you've only seen like some of the shitty Amityville remakes or like, I think they made like five or six Amityvilles with like different subtitles underneath them, like Amityville. The dollhouse or Amneyville 92 it's about time it's about definitely time watch the clock the, takes
1: over the house
0: yeah the clock takes over there's yeah. i don't think there's a red room in that but like yeah it, the clock takes over. yeah the like clock the like clock, drills its way into the house like,
1: it's like the clock from the original house that's been like sold at like auction yeah. or like a yard yeah season, like that that they take home and now like the clock is like take is it an embedding and taking over the house that's cheesy, yeah. but I still kind of like that movie. Well, I, I did, no, I did like that
0: movie. It's got one of the most vicious dog attacks in it that I've ever seen. I love that. <laughs> like, that dude gets so torn up by that dog. And, uh, oh, yeah, and actually, one of the women, she dies in Amityville 92, and she's actually making a came- uh, cameo. She was also in the original Amityville. She's the one that has, like, the... Um, like the top of the ice cream truck like falls on her and like crushes her. That's actually the woman from the original Amityville movie that first discovers the Red Room and starts screaming about how it's a portal in the hell itself. She makes a cameo appearance and they kill her in Amiville ninety two. I do like that movie, but I mean it was another bad remake. So definitely watch the nineteen seventy nine original Animeville horror. Great movie for any
1: occasion yeah that's it's a good movie for for uh halloween too yeah uh, especially now which is yeah never mind forget me <laughs> i'm just random rambling yeah. here uh because i lost my train of thought uh yeah but uh the last two uh that i had on my list uh one was from uh, cbs all access uh they didn't really have like a horror section it was it was more like they had like thriller than like sci-fi and stuff and uh the one that that i saw that i really enjoyed uh was robert Rodriguez's is the faculty which is kind what? of
0: what i'm sorry say it again
1: the faculty oh yeah i remember that maybe yeah it was uh, i think it was one of rodriguez's first uh no it wasn't that's a lie because he did uh el mariachi um, and,
0: wait and, uh, was, was, was the faculty yeah. the one where they were snorting drugs out of the Bic pens because yeah. it, like it did something where like they couldn't be taken over if they were like fucked up on drugs. Is that am, yeah, am I have the right
1: movie? I'm pretty sure it's that one because there were there was two that came out at the same time. It was that one and um, Disturbing Behavior. And both oh yeah disturbing
0: behavior had what's her name in it
1: and uh yeah uh, but um the faculty was definitely uh, more of like a uh invasion of the body snatchers one well i guess disturbing behavior was kind of too they yeah make- but that that was a manufactured one disturbing behavior i think yeah. that was like a man-made
0: like mind manipulation program like yeah, that was, was done like yeah.
1: And uh, the faculty was uh, like aliens taking over was like invasion yeah. snatchers type type yeah. Except
0: if like like you snorted special K, the aliens couldn't get in your mind. So all you had to do was like be on ketamine and be in the K hole, and that was like the aliens' ultimate weakness. They yeah. couldn't take over your mind if like you were on drugs. Sort of like what happens in Castle Rock uh, season two, how like um they had trouble taking over the vessels. of of people if they were on like antidepressants and stuff because it like manipulated their mind in such a way that like the spirits weren't able to, you know, they, they say like, you know, we couldn't have possibly known hundreds of years ago that they were going to have these drugs that could bend people's minds that much. It's sort of like that in a way. Cool. but i think i think he's doing special k the entire time because he's like a drug dealer he's like i figured this out if i'm real fucked up they can't do anything to me <laughs> that was a nice
1: touch yeah i always had some uh good moments when like they rip off the uh the paper cutter thing and they use that as weapon i think robert Patrick yeah. did it too. robert patrick's fantastic was, yeah was, like right off the back of uh t2 as well so yeah, I thought that was a uh, thought that was a good movie, and a good pick for this time.
0: Yeah, well, my number one recommendation is you know uh, it's from the Halloween franchise, but it's the one that the only one I believe that does not have Michael Myers in it, and I like that because the movie is all about Halloween they, uh, it's Halloween part three season of the witch. It does not have Michael Myers instead of like basing because the other Halloween movies were sort of based on Michael Myers, the stalking serial killer. Like, um, this one, instead of Michael Myers, it was sort of like sci-fi horror because like, Oh man, there's just so much crazy shit that happens. But like it starts off, there's like this company and it places TV ads. I think they're called Happy Shamrock or something. And like the opening song is like, it keeps saying like, there's 10 more days to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. And every day that goes by, somebody will be playing TV. And it keeps telling you we're this many more days closer to Halloween's and like they have um this company that's putting these out there they make halloween masks these jack-o-lantern masks and there's these scenes like where people put on these jack-o-lantern masks little kids and it like melts on the kid's head <laughs> like like I guess it like it sort of kills the kid or, and there's like maggots and shit like I don't know it's been a long time since I have watched this despite being one of my favorite Halloween movies but like it's all instead of Michael Myers it's all about like the scariness of the fucking Halloween like season And about that time of the year where the dark, they say the dark comes out and like, it makes like these extraordinary things possible. The ending leaves a little bit to be desired. Um, Stonehenge is involved. I'm not going to spoil it past that. You all should have seen this movie by now, but I know some people that legitimately hate this movie. They're like, is the worst out of the Halloween franchise. And I ask why. And they're like, because Michael Myers wasn't in it. And I'm like, yeah, but. They, they after the first Halloween because I think Halloween one and two were filmed at the same time, correct?
1: Yeah, or released back to back. Yeah, so like originally they, they were all supposed to be uh, like di- like an anthology. They were all supposed yeah. To be they
0: thought movie. about making it one movie, right? Yeah, it was they,
1: pitched. Yeah. Then he well, John Carpenter wanted to make that second movie or at least like you know finish it because he had shot he had a bunch of he had already shot a bunch of it and he yeah. wanted to make it so. But originally the plan was to do each each movie was supposed to. Be something different and yeah yeah when the third one came-
0: exactly like that was where the franchise was going like the third one i think was like going to branch out into like this idea of different movies different themes different stories but they were all supposed to take place on halloween right yeah and, and season of the witch is that transition
1: yeah, but then everyone hated it because Michael Myers wasn't in it, so it forced yeah. the studio to go back and make more Michael Myers movies.
0: Yeah, like uh, Halloween Halloween 3 is all about Halloween. Mm-hmm. The Halloween is central to the plot. Everything's based on Halloween. Like there's these robot clones and fucking all kinds of like magical flying lawnmowers and shit. It's got something for everybody. So for me... For this year, if anybody hears this and you have not seen that movie, that is the perfect movie to watch on Halloween. All about Halloween. It was scary. It had some, it had that catchy tune. And um, it, had, uh, it had some, it was an 80s movie. And I don't know the name of the main actor in the movie. But if you watch it, it'll be one of those things where you're like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. and you know what i mean and he's like he's like a cop like investigating like this crazy crap that's been going around and he notices that the closer it gets to halloween the more insane shit keeps happening. And it, it is sort of a mystery because you have no idea what the fuck's going on. You just see all this weird crap happening. It's sort of hard to explain. So you just have to watch it, but it is one of not only the best Halloween movies, but I think the most underrated uh, movie of the Halloween franchise.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think they just should have marketed it differently. They should have just called it Halloween season of the witch. And not said Halloween three. Halloween
0: three, just Halloween season. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know if they had like an obligation to market it that way, maybe.
1: i don't know it's just it's just you're giving expectations it's like all right well halloween one and two were clearly michael myers you expect halloween three to be michael myers too maybe
0: i mean i don't know but michael myers was supposed to be a man and he got blown up at the end of the second halloween movie so like people could have just thought you know halloween three well michael myers isn't going to be in it because he's dead he got blown up he was flesh and blown he drive the car (laughs) <laughs> you yeah. know, like Michael Myers, unlike Jason Frey, you know, he, he would drive, he, he couldn't teleport, like he needed to transport himself like a man, and he gets blown to pieces at the end of the second, so like Halloween 3, I'm guessing what they thought, like the natural thing would be that like Michael Myers can't be in it, because Michael Myers is dead
1: yeah but it's a horror movie so when has that ever stopped anyone yeah i know but then of course halloween
0: 4 i think was called the return of michael myers so like yeah they just did that and they are still making them to this day and they are doing a bad job of it in my opinion
1: they started ignoring everything but the first one so yeah yeah (laughs) i mean i i understand ignoring h2o and resurrection that's for sure
0: I don't know I, I haven't seen I haven't seen of I haven't seen a movie with Michael myers in it except from the first one Rob zombie did the first Halloween that Rob zombie remade that was a that was a decent movie I, I like that one yeah. but after after the first two Halloween movies and the Rob zombie remake I think they've all been like, pretty subpar it's just my opinion but that's getting off track halloween 3 season of the witch watch it
1: uh my last pick comes from uh peacock uh and it's gonna be uh david cronenberg's videodrome
0: gotta be it does have to be doesn't it
1: yeah i feel like it's such a it's such a great movie i mean a lot of kids who didn't grow up with like you know pirate television and uh and vhs tapes and stuff like that a, yeah i'm gonna get some uh you're gonna understand what's going on but, but uh, they'll
0: get held hell the a foot i mean they will. will get it
1: oh eventually yeah but i mean they won't understand what Pir- pirate pirate tv is <laughs> yeah no
0: like no definitely definitely not but, but like you know
1: in, in that way but yeah it, it's very body horror sci-fi you know things Cronenberg likes to do
0: Yeah, I I sort of feel like, I don't know, I I sort of feel like it's not something people would think to watch nowadays, like you said, if like, you know, it came out when they were really young, or if it was before their time altogether, like, I, I feel like it's sort of been like a forgotten gem.
1: Yeah, that's, that's but it is about.
0: a that's, that's it, awesome. it it is a gem. Yeah. One of my favorite parts isn't even like the heart. There's this thing where I I think it's James Woods and it's like the the girl that he's like into, and like <laughs> they were on TV or something. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just remembering it wrong, or it did happen this way. But like somebody says something about, like, uh, he says something like, you know what Sigmund Freud would say about your dress, because she's dressed all in red, and he was talking about, like, the psychology, and she says, well, yes, I am in a stimulated state at all times, and James Wood just breaks off, and he's like, would you go out with me seriously? I just want to right now i think that's sort of the way it went i'm probably not doing it verbatim but like i just always remembered that part of it like where james woods just breaks and is like you know what fuck this interview will you go out with me <laughs> just, i don't know well you know um, it's funny part but it's obviously not a comedy movie like but, it's but good sci-fi horror um definitely, definitely bizarre and uh yeah it's very and, surreal
1: yeah definitely uh, if you've seen Cronenberg's uh, other works, uh, you, you, you'll, you'll understand. But, There's a psychological uh,
0: aspect to it. It gets in your head.
1: Yeah. If you haven't seen it, I, I definitely recommend it. And uh, those are my picks for, I picked one from each stream and service. So I got seven, uh, I think seven altogether. Uh, i didn't find anything on like apple tv uh quibi got sh- uh shut down there there yeah platform.
0: they did yeah yeah we'll, we'll say uh <laughs> r.i.p the quigby that was very very short-lived
1: yeah nobody well, I,
0: I know they had they had what they thought was a very solid business model but like it did not work out no <laughs> like no. i think i i i know it's dead but i believe that they're going to be like absorbed by someone
1: else i'm sure they'll either sell off like the individual show rights to everything yeah i do hope i do want to see some of those like but like as a full movie or whatever like
0: yeah they they had very ambitious goals too i think they had something where they wanted like something like 10 million users by this time it might have even been more than 10 million users and i think they only had like five hundred thousand users. users so like their their goal like fell well short and you know uh yeah i want to see their holders
1: 50 states of uh fright And uh, because I know they were still doing those. And so I hope somebody picks that up because I'd like to see some of those shows yeah 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 i would never have paid for quibi at all i would have just waited until it was on some other service so
0: yeah i know Kiefer sutherland like did like a 24 like
1: it was the fugitive that's what it was the
0: fugitive yeah Yeah. um i know he did i mean he did some i would i'd be interested in seeing that movie if if they like put it all together as a movie like edit it so that there weren't breaks in the story like you know what i mean that would be pretty cool i would definitely check that out yeah. Yeah. nobody so,
1: we But, uh, did you have anything that. else for your uh, Halloween picks or is that it? No, that's,
0: that's pretty much it. Uh, right now I've just been, I start watching raised by wolves. Um, it, I, I haven't finished it, but so far it's been really good sci-fi, like old school sci-fi. I really like it. Um I just started watching Lovecraft. I know we're gonna be talking about that really soon. I, I didn't even get through the first episode, but I really like the intro. Like I really liked the first like 15, 20 minutes.
1: Yeah. So I'm forward, I'm really
0: looking forward to uh watching the rest of that and talking about it in a future cast. Yeah, if you're not and
1: forward, I finally <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) Now I finally after having the game for three years started playing the witcher because uh i i had seen a i had been talking to you and i know you have it too so far my impression is it's great i really i really love the game it's a lot of fun and i heard somewhere on tv i don't know if i was watching nbc or something but apparently the witcher 2 which i was really afraid was not going to be like on track. they're saying that like the production only got delayed for a much shorter period of time than they thought, and they think that The Witcher 2 will be coming out in 2021, and I had originally heard that it might be pushed back as far as 2022, so if it's going to come out next year, like, that's great, and my goal would be to finish the game by the time it comes out and, uh, it's a good game to start around Halloween, I figure, with all the monsters and stuff, so, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now, but, uh, that's about it.
1: Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, the, uh, Lovecraft, if you're, you're, not on board within the first 15 minutes, you're not gonna like the show. I'm so, on board so far. Yeah, yeah you yeah. should, you should enjoy the craziness from it. Yeah, uh, uh yeah, The Witcher, that they, they, I don't know if you heard that they announced, like, a, a prequel, uh, series as well to The Witcher, that's supposed to take place with the first witches. Uh, they, they've cast somebody else, obviously. It's not Henry yeah. Donald, but, um, But I'm not sure when that was supposed to come out. But uh, yeah, other than that, uh, that's all I got for you. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, have a happy Halloween.